Hey, thanks for signing up for the Public Beta Podcast. It is Wednesday, January the 20th, 2021, Living in the Future. Your host this week, myself, Lee and Reed. Hello. Uh, Reed, I'm to understand you're on holidays this week. Uh, yes, I am. Very... As, I, as I always like to say, it's 420 somewhere. Uh, and you watched <laughs> WandaVision, and I want to hear all about it. What is that show? <laughs> you, want, you want to know about WandaVision? Okay, uh, so, so far it's been like... Like a six a sixty sitcom for about ninety five, ninety eight percent of the show. Uh, like, but just str- played straight, yeah, like an Isle played, of Lucy episode. It's, or? Like, it's just like a sixty sitcom. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, it's just a sixty sitcom. Uh, Interesting. Like, like bewitched. Yes. Like, like Maggie was watching. And she's like, "This is like I Love Lucy or some shit." Like. You know what I mean? Okay. It's got like it's got like Vision making jokes about how he wants to have consensual sex with his wife. You know what I mean? Like, does he? Is <laughs> he look like a robot man the whole no, time? No, like he, like when he's like with humans, he disguises himself as a human, and when he's around <laughs> just Wanda, he's like a she robot. likes that robot man. But then like there's like the other two percent of it is like like Wanda and Vision realizing that like what the fuck are we doing here and like people start glitching out and like they'll so start this... they'll start like repeating things or like they'll acknowledge that That's Wanda and Vision aren't from this universe or some shit and then like you'll hear some shit in the background it's it's obvious like some guy is in control so my my personal theory is you know arcade sure yeah it's it's probably just arcade <laughs> It's probably just Arcade. That guy makes really good... He, him and Mysterio ever got together, we'd be fucked. Yeah, I That'd think be... it's just Arcade uh, fucking with them. But, like, no... Like, That's kind of cool. I have nothing to back it up. Yeah, it's kind of neat. It's whatever. Um, yeah. There's... Okay, can it's... I can I talk to you about one, like, uh, actor in it? Like, I don't know if you plan on watching it. Sure. sure. Yeah. Um, one sec. I gotta turn up my, my volume here. So, uh, fucking popped huge because... Like, in episode one, they're doing the classic, like, I have to have my boss over for dinner bit, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, boss comes over. The souffle. Yeah. Someone slammed the door. The souffle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, like, they don't have any food ready because, like, Wanda thinks that Vision was coming home to fuck her. Uh, or whatever. <laughs> anyway. You still have, like, a chicken sandwich or Man, something. Man, half our go. podcast is just going to be Wanda Vision. Um, <laughs> <laughs> boss walks in, and his wife is fucking Kitty Foreman from that 70s show. Okay, sure. It hasn't aged a goddamn day. It was awesome. Yeah, popped huge for that. That was great. You popped huge for that actress. Yes. I was like, that's Katie Foreman. That's great. Uh, what's interesting about that is uh, on that, that 70s show, uh, that character's mom was played by Betty White, who just celebrated her 99th birthday. Oh, yeah. Like, Betty White has been a old lady our entire lives. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> correct. Think about it. Uh, that's that's neat. It's it's at least something different than, obviously, they were building to Defenders with uh, the Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fists of the world. What do you mean building uh, but it's to nice. it? They did it. Right, but it, it meant all of those shows were the same show and just a varying quality, right? Like, other than... Well, no, they, yeah, they all had very distinct feels, I felt, and then Defenders... If you say so. And then, no, I, I felt, and then Defenders came out, and it was just like fucking ninjas, dude. And you're like, what? <laughs> we gotta throw down with the ninjas. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver is a cancer ninja. <laughs> oh, fuck, I forgot that she was even in that. Do you think the same way I do still about MCU when you see them use an actor and you're like, well, they spent that like Carl Urban 
they they cast him as like a third banana in a Thor movie, and you're like, oh well, I guess that burns Carl Carl Urban from being something else. Yeah, in this from universe. being way fucking sweeter. Like, why not? Why couldn't Carl Urban be like, oh shit, we can't get Joel Berthenol back for Punisher. Let's get. Carl <laughs> Urban Carl is Urban. the Punisher. <laughs> Except he's like, why does he still have an accent? And why is he calling everybody a cunt? And you're like, who gives? They a called shit? me Bones. <laughs> uh. The uh, the other thing, though, is that the villain from Luke Cage uh, is going to play Blade, so that's all off the table now. Yeah, so you're like, you know, who, who gives a fuck? Yeah. But, uh, but then you're like, <laughs> when do you draw the line? Because you're getting Charlie Cox as Daredevil in the Spider-Man show, and you're like, where, where's the line being drawn here? It's It makes more sense than the DC stuff, where you are recasting things based on, the like, Ezra Miller, or whatever his name is, as Flash in the movie, and then you have a, a relatively successful television show with another Flash in it. That shit doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyways, I digress. Uh, where the fuck was the video I? Games. Let's talk about video games. <laughs> you got a new PC. No doubt you've been playing it. How's that going? Oh, fuck. It's been going great. This thing is a goddamn machine. Uh, yeah, it's running things great. So after the last podcast, I bought a new monitor as well. Uh, you need you needed it. Yeah, fourteen forty p, one forty four hertz. If I want to overclock it, it can go above that, but I'm fine with keeping it one forty four. Uh, keeping it one forty four, fam. Yeah, it's the monitor's great size. It's twenty seven inch. Uh, it's oh yeah, yeah, ladies. It fuck, it play, runs these games great. Everything looks fantastic. I absolutely love the games. Uh, Battlefront. If you're sitting at a desk in front of it, I don't think anything bigger than a 27-inch monitor is required. Yeah, right? no, no, no. <laughs> I think this is perfect size. Because this is just my main monitor, I still use my smaller one to watch stuff on the side or have OBS open <laughs> or whatever when I'm streaming or recording or whatever. Sure. Uh, so yeah. I've been playing lots of stuff. I've been playing shit, tons of things. I won't go into any of them in any great detail. Baldur's, Excellent. <laughs> uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is probably what I've been playing the most. Uh, I've been streaming it on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Doors, if you want to check it out. Um, game's fucking great. Goddamn, the character models in this game are so pretty looking. My main character is fantastic. Um, this game is more morally punishing. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing yet, but there's like multiple instances where you can like get children fucking killed and get blood on your hands just because you're dummy. Oh, finally. Yeah, and, like, if you fail, <laughs> and if you fail, um, if you fail a dice roll, like, people will just get fucking murdered, or, like, horrible things will happen just because you didn't roll high. And What's like, the uh, state of the game? Because they were, they, they scrubbed saves there with a big update. I, Are you going to be able to carry whatever you're doing into the I, release? I didn't, or? I didn't see nothing about that, and I'm not, like, I'm not gonna marry myself to any of my characters because of that so i don't know anything that's going on with that all i know is this the early access is about 20 hours and ends about act one yeah so i'll talk about more of baldur's gate once i actually finish it i think there's no point of going into any great detail now cool uh playing cyberpunk on pc still fucking great i downloaded a mod where you can alter your appearance even though your game's already going uh, that's <laughs> awesome because I was like getting sick to death with some haircuts and some makeup options and whatnot. It's pretty wild that that stuff is not custom. Like, yeah, it's... motherfucking Skyrim came out a decade ago and did that shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, or did it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or did just Fallout do that? <laughs> no, no. You can do that in Skyrim. You go down to Rift and there's a person there. Um, fuck your face up. I've been fucking around with the free to play versions of Star Wars: The Old Republic and Final Fantasy fourteen. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, <laughs> like they're fine. I haven't been playing them 
much. It's more of like, uh, okay, I got 20 minutes to waste while my friends are finishing up a Warzone match or something. I'll like, Final Fantasy XIV is a phenomenal game, but I want to hear more about Old Republic, which people are still playing, playing pretty diehard, but yeah. you don't hear about it as well, much. Well, because there's... You know why, Lee, and I'm going to fucking keep writing about this because there's no other game that lets you just make your own star wars character and go into the galaxy and do things other than star wars galaxies other than star wars galaxies but people still play that too um yeah free servers and shit yeah so like man in old republic i'm playing a bounty hunter right now and i got cool looking armor and like you can go around and just demand credits from people and shoot people you don't like and it's like yeah this is (laughs) I don't think like, that's how bounty hunters work. But no, okay. but like, but like, you're like, there's no other. Like every other Star Wars game is just like you're a Jedi. Fuck, you're hunted by the Empire. Like, like, who gives a shit about that anymore? Like, that's why Old Republic. I think people still play it because there's. I think I guarantee you, if this if this Ubisoft open world game they're making has any level of character customization to the level of Old Republic, people yeah. people will go will no longer play Old Republic. It, like, um, well, that's the promise, right? Because it's the Division guys, and if that game has one thing, it's character customization, so... Yeah, like, so I hope, and I hope it's not just Force users, though. I hope you can be bounty hunters, I hope you can be, sure. like, a, like, a trooper, you can be a Jedi, whatever the fuck. Do it all. Sorry, I need a little uh, sip, yeah. sip there. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm playing some Left 4 Dead with my friends. Le- oh, uh, right, yeah, you were saying. Yeah, Left 4 Dead's great. Like, what, Did you take a peek there? at uh, Back for Blood? Sign up for a beta or what? What the fuck is that? No, that's what that, you, I fuck, you, you You say, what the yeah, fuck you, is that? I brought it up three times. <laughs> it's the, uh, it's right, the spiritual right. successor. You got this, yeah, this yeah, beefy no. PC. You could play a game that looks even better that is basically the same game. Yeah, I'm fine with playing Left 4 Dead because all my friends have it. My girlfriend has it. so like it's You're also saying they expanded the, the content like crazy, too. Yeah, well, yeah, every, everything that's available in Left 4 Dead 2 is now in one. All the maps and everything are just in one game source. I don't even know why it lets you download Left 4 Dead 1, because everything's in Left 4 Dead 2. Um, yeah. yeah, so besides that, I've been playing lots of uh, RTSs with one of my buddies. And then lastly, I just downloaded, which is free on the Epic Game Store, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the new one. There you uh, go. I played I play that game a bit on PS4 when that was free on the PSN Store. But not much. Um, I'm how, uh, much. How pretty is it on PC? Oh, it's gorgeous. I find it the game as a whole much more enjoyable on the PC. Um, something about uh, the smoother frame rate really lends itself to such a graphical powerhouse of a game. Uh, yeah. Just like playing on Camino with all the rain coming down while you're shooting with uh, such a smooth frame rate uh, is really enjoyable. I'm pleasantly surprised about the game. Uh, all, plus all the additions they added, uh, the free version that they gave me, like every hero has every costume unlocked for some reason. No. So I, I was like, oh, okay, that's fucking sweet. I'll take that. Uh, so yeah, I customized all my heroes the way I want to, and uh, yeah, I've been having some fun with it. It's not bad. What did you give your Anakin Skywalker? Uh, the Clone Wars animated show um, armor, because I just finished that. I just finished Clone Wars. I finished that wow. on my vacation. And Look at all the really stuff good. you can do on holidays. Yeah, it was Watching really shows. good. Watching shows. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Uh, I continue to knock games out of my backlog here. Uh, I am in the last ten minutes of Yakuza. Man, I am the absolute worst for getting up against the end of the game 
and deciding to do a bunch of extra content that ultimately I just I end up uninstalling the game after I'm done it. There was no point of pushing forward. But I gotta say, the uh, Majima stuff you are expected to do in Yakuza, like I, I got to rank S, which as we know, Reed, usually is the top rank in Japanese games. Uh, but then I got like a challenge that popped up that said, hey, yeah, you beat this version of Majima 7 out of 25 times. And I'm like, uh, fucking pardon me? And apparently you're just expected to fucking fight this guy forever. Like, it's it's kind of like endgame content where you just continuously battle this guy one-on-one uh, as a boss fight. Which is fine. I'm ducking out of it. Um, but yeah, I'm about to finish that game. There, Yakuza is so interesting in its storytelling that it can get you to cry in laughter one moment and cry from dramatic... Uh, effect like that much later that it can they can switch like that so I bought Yakuza 7 which I intend to play as soon as I get a little ways into Yakuza Kiwami 2 listen I'm deep on this Yakuza thing uh, but man if I have one gaming regret I think it's I didn't play Yakuza earlier because uh, those games are fucking phenomenal and Yakuza, Yakuza 7 is like a like a dragon uh, yeah, which is a, a complete reset of the of the series. It, uh, Kiryu's story ends in six, so uh, Yakuza Seven isn't even called Yakuza Seven in North America. It's just Yakuza like a dragon. It has a completely different protagonist. Uh, doesn't use the brawling gameplay. Has like a turn based uh, JRPG kind of thing going on. I've heard nothing but incredible things about every part of that game, and look very much afo- uh, forward to to playing it. Also, grab Scott Pilgrim, the the book, the movie, the game complete edition on PlayStation Four. Uh, yep. That's the Scott Pilgrim game, all right. Uh, it's back if you want to go check it out. Uh, great game, fine, solid. Uh, kind of meant a little more when it had come out uh, before we kind of had the renaissance of the indie beat 'em up. Uh, of course, now we get multiple of those a year, but uh, yeah, solid game all around. Great music, uh, high, highly recommend. And then I had to, of course, put in some hours on fucking Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, which I was, yeah, I was at the last mission. Like, f- since we recorded and I said, oh man, I'll, I'll, I'll beat it this week. I literally was was needed to step in the elevator and go finish the game. Uh, so I've basically been pussyfooting around, uh, doing extra quests, cleaning up stuff on the map, and then finally realizing, no, 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 I need to hunker down and just fucking get this done. And we will revisit that in a, a few minutes here as we talk about some of the endings we got and kind of our closing thoughts on that game. Uh, but other than that, in the news, speaking of cyberpunk, uh, we had one of the CEOs release like a video that was kind of like shifting blame from the developers, from the people who worked on that game directly to the people in charge. Uh, you know, this is not a guy who does this. So I take a lot of like, I don't hold him to every word he says, but, uh, using terminology, like saying, oh, the old consoles, when those consoles, the PS4 and the Xbox one were only what, three weeks old when cyberpunk came out. Yeah. Uh, and un- you couldn't find a PS5 or Xbox One anywhere. So there, there is a very real uh, problem they're facing with lawsuits misrepresenting that console version. Absolutely. Because they are not releasing this game on PS5 and you can also play it on PS4. No, no, no. This is a PS4 game. Yes. Uh, and this is the performance it's getting on the majority of people's PlayStations. If you don't have a pro, I don't even... I don't even know what the fuck that game looks like. Like, I've seen some screenshots and stuff that you can't even fucking believe what you're seeing. Uh, so there's some... There's some ugly language uh, still in that in that yeah, uh, regard, I, I, but they. I can't personally agree with his sentiment of like it's not optimized for older consoles, and you're like, he, he, there's no basis to stand on for there when you don't have a PS5 fucking version release. It'd be one. Right. It'd be one thing if you could point to the PS5 version and be like, look how great this game runs on this console. It like, 
clearly it wasn't made for PS4, but you don't fucking have that. So you're saying one third of your release is shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh, that's where it gets complicated, right? Because like, also he goes into like, hey, this thing was getting nines on PC, but like there was a clear reason we weren't sending out this console version. Like someone booted it up and saw what it was, and that was before any of those updates hit on like release week. So they've detailed their. Uh, they showed their chart of when things are happening, which we've seen a few times out of Anthem. Still waiting to hear back from Anthem. It's been one year <laughs> since they said they were fixing that shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're going to get two major updates coming through February, and then uh, there's going to be some free DLC, and then a PS5, Xbox One, oh, sorry, PS5, Xbox Series X uh, enhancement version coming out in the summer, which will be a free upgrade if you already own it. Uh, but now that you have a PC, why would you ever fucking look back, right? <laughs> That's it's, true. It's... Man, it's ugly. Uh, like that game. That game works uh, on Xbox One uh, X. I'm playing it on a on a nicer TV. It looks fine. I've had very few uh, game breaking glitches. I will say that the end of the game and the endings are by and large the most glitches I've seen in terms of things disappearing. How many times V went to take the cable out of his hand? And it didn't exist. Uh, a character would walk in with no clothes. That shit was happening all over the endings uh, when I was playing it, which kind of made them funny. Uh, in an unintentional way, but goddamn. Uh, other than that, uh, we got a myriad of game delays and stuff like that. Hitman 3 is out, and people are loving it. Uh, people talking about Call of Duty and what comes next. Resident Evil The Vi uh, Village will get a showcase event tomorrow, so if that uh, if that does it for you, go check it out. Uh, other than that, we're uh, I think we're going to wrap up the news and just, like I said, get right back into Cyberpunk. Read Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. I beat the game yesterday. Good. Tell me about your ending. <laughs> um, so the only ending I've bothered to do, um, and I guess that goes with just saying that like this game left me wanting more with the writing because I had no desire to go play any of the other endings, and I have yet to proceed in the story with any of my other characters. Uh, but the ending I chose was Panam's. That's the one I didn't do. Yes, so Panam's ending, and I chose to call Judy instead of River. Uh, okay. So, what happened for me? Do you just want to tell me like what happened and my thoughts about it, or what? Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll set it up a little bit better than that. We're going to be talking specifically about story spoilers for Cyberpunk 2077. Act 3, uh, basically you are called uh, to meet with Hanako at Embers, and she presents you with the ultimatum of helping you uh, access... Uh, the Mikoshi, and separating you from the chip in your head from Johnny permanently. Uh, if you help her... Um, did you watch the other endings, I should add? No, I haven't even bothered. Oh, God. You're going to you're gonna find this fucking fascinating, then, that I, I did all these other ones. Yeah, I will uh, see. Okay. I, like, my interest in Cyberpunk is that, like, I guess, like, I've just played it so much, I'm just totally burnt out on the game now. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, I get it. Listen, I fucking get it. I'm, I'm at the same place now. I don't necessarily have a pull to go back to that game right now, yeah. but... Uh, she basically says, hey, I'm going to help you get to this data point with the Mikoshi in the uh, basement of Arasaka Tower. Uh, but first, you have to help me. Uh, your Nobu, Nobu is, uh, is is leading Arasaka. There's all kinds of problems in it. We got to oust this guy. We got to reveal that he killed uh, his father and that I need to now take over. At least that's what it seems like up front. There is a very big twist in this uh, in this storyline if you go through with it. Yeah. So at that point, Johnny is telling you, uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, figure out what we want to do, and you pass out. You wake up in Victor's lab. <laughs> you pass lab. out a lot in this game. 
you you pass out in this ending sequences alone. You pass it like thirty six fucking times. Uh, v passes out in the elevator. He wakes up in Victor's uh, on Victor's table again. Uh, Johnny managed to cl- to claw his way back to Victor's to fix you up, and it becomes very clear that the ultimatum is here. So. Uh, I'll hear more about your ending and where it leaves V because when you meet Victor at this point in the game, he makes it seem like you have hours left to live. You need to go do this right now. The game shuts itself down at that point. You cannot do any side content. You just have to go through with your ending. He gives you two pills, one to block Johnny, one to let Johnny take over, and he gives you a pistol and he sends you on your way. Uh, Misty kind of grabs you and says, hey, let's, uh, let's go up to the roof uh, where me and Jackie used to hang out and, uh, you know, make up your mind on what you want to do. At that point, you have the option of killing yourself only after uh, suggesting one of the other options. Uh, You have a option of calling Panam and I guess storming Arasaka. You have the option of letting Johnny take control and he and Rogue will storm Arasaka. Or you can go the diplomatic route and uh, go with Hanako's plan and trust her that she will save you. Uh, and I think that about wraps up all the ending options. Yeah, that's where you're wrongly. Oh my god. Okay, so first of all, I have a theory about these endings, okay? Street hit me with Street it. Kid Corporal Nomad. Corporal ending is Hanako. Street Kid ending is Rogue. And then Nomad ending is Panam. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah, and they were like, they were somehow going to connect these dots by the end, but they said, ah, fuck it, you can start as anyone and end as anyone. Right. Like, thematics somehow. Anyway, I guess it's a much of a theory, more like, a, how fucking obvious is this and how uh, unpolished is it? Anyway, so you have, yes, you have all those options. There is another. Um, so you have two ways of getting this secret ending, Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, or rather getting the option to do the secret ending, I should say, because we can talk about what the secret ending actually entails at the end, because I haven't actually seen it, so I can't go into much detail. But you know about it? I know the requirements and, like, the setup for it. So okay. you either, in, in the mission where you go to Johnny's burial site at, not his burial site, but where his body was yeah. dumped at the... In the in the dump, yeah, yeah. You need to answer his answers in a very specific order, like you need to get every specific multiple choice one correct fucking zodiac spear all or over you need to have 70 percent or more in the middle call in the middle percentage column whatever it's called okay that's your johnny relationship meter essentially that's my, that's my johnny meter okay yes so that's why not only do i say rogue and panams and carries and everybody's side missions are important not only because they unlock more endings like you need to finish panam and rogue shit to get their endings um you also need that also helps boost up Johnny's relationship. If you get to seventy percent and you are contemplating a decision at this point for about five minutes and you don't choose anything, Johnny will speak up and mention a new option. Oh. In which you don't choose the suicide option. From what I don't know what happens from this on, I haven't seen it. It's just what I read online. From my understanding, okay. it's essentially Johnny offers you a new option. Where he takes over, and you guys don't do a suicide run, but you essentially storm Arasaka by yourselves. Now, I imagine after this that you guys do some sort of sneaking into Arasaka and, like, have a grand, grand dose entrance. Right. Uh, but there is, like, a, like, a, me and Johnny are so cool now that me and him are just gonna take down this fucker together. Okay, so... 
So what's interesting about that is I'm wondering how many actual endings there are. Because there's the mission, which can take lots of uh, twists and turns depending on what you choose. But in terms of the ending, I think... I wonder how if that's, like, the good end. Because no. every end I saw was bad. No, there's... Every... There is no particularly good ending, Lee. So there's... If I can just say them without going into too much detail really quick. There's the suicide ending. There's the Arasaka ending. There is the Panam ending, which I got. There is the Rogue ending, where you go into space, that you got. Yeah. And then there is the other option, where... Spoiler for most of, if not all of these endings, you have a choice to give Johnny your body or not. Right, and, then, and you can choose one or the other. Yeah, if you give Johnny your body, the ending is the same for all of your other choices, regardless. Those are all the endings. There's different. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, there's different variations in regards to the phone calls you can get in the epilogue. And yes. Then, even though I saw some of the same ones with completely different yes, endings. Yes, and then, um, and then. You're, there might be some slight variance depending on the person that you called if you're in a relationship with them before. Okay, gotcha. Yes. I'm, I'm following. Okay, so first and foremost, tell me what the Panam ending, mission, and ending is. So Johnny <laughs> doesn't believe that the Nomads will be able to help in any capacity, and this is what I didn't like about the ending, was just like, it was it was basically disregarding my entire relationship with Johnny for 90... I agree with Johnny, for 90, uh, just for the record. Yeah, for 90% <laughs> of... Uh, like, for 90% of this final quest, there's no Johnny interaction, because you just block him out, and I fucking hated that. Yeah. Like... It was like it was like okay, you clearly don't like Johnny, so you'll just have nomads now. And I'm like, that's not what I want. I want the Panam ending, but I also want Johnny there with me. Like, why can't I have both? Um, you just go to the Panam's camp, and like, this was weird because you keep getting the impression that Saul's like up to something, or he's using this as an opportunity to gain full control of the Adocados. Um, but essentially, you guys are just storming one of their outside refineries outside of the city. And you're digging uh-huh. through their tunnel, which will lead directly under their tower in Night City to get to Mikoshi. Awesome, uh, like Ocean's Eleven shit. Yes. So you go <laughs> under there, and Adam Smasher shows up. Yeah, he, he shows up in every. Yeah, ending. he kills Saul. Oh. So what? Yeah. So like this weird deceiving plot line they made about like is Saul honest about what he's saying, or it's like is he deceiving you? Is he like trusting Pam? doesn't matter. Adam Smasher fucking murders him. So you and Panam get rid of Adam Smasher. Sure. Uh, you go to Mikoshi, and then I'm sure you got this in your ending too. Alt comes up, and she's like, alright, like, thanks. Like, I released Mikoshi, and, like, I tried to fix you, but you only have six months to live. Right. And you're like, but if you give your body to Johnny, Johnny can live forever okay, so, in your body. So everything you're saying now is exactly the yes, same as the Johnny yes, ending. Yes, this is this is like this is the other endings. This is for, this is the rogue ending, Panam ending, and this is the secret ending, okay? The secret ending mm-hmm. also leads to this point. You following? Yep. Okay, yeah. So the secret gotcha. the secret ending, Panam ending, rogue ending all lead to this point where uh, all it says, you're going to die in six months if you take your body back. If you give it to Johnny, he'll live forever. Uh, well, relative. <laughs> yeah, so if you give it to Johnny, the, all of Johnny's endings are the same, and it's basically he leaves Night City and he's super bummed out. And then you get a bunch of phone calls at the end from people calling you, 
and they're all like, like where are you and they're like where the fuck are you except panam and like like the people that know and they're like panam's like johnny silverhand you motherfucker i'm gonna find you i'm gonna fucking kill you and shit like that um, so it's, like, dark. Anyway, I chose not, I chose to take my body back. Johnny said never, and this is what I, like, this is what I fucking hate about this ending, is that there was little Johnny interaction. So when he said, and V, never stop fighting as I go back to my body, like, yeah. it would have had so much more impact if I was constantly talking to Johnny before this, and he's giving me encouragement throughout the mission to go finish what I need, what I started, all this other stuff. There is no, there is none of that, like, so he was out of my memory for the last four hours because I'm doing all this other bullshit, uh, so he's not fresh in my memory, so I'm not getting an emotional pull to Johnny anymore, which I fucking hated, so he just says, never, he always says, just keep on fighting me. Anyway, yeah. flash forward, I'm outside of the city now, <laughs> um, I'm with Judy, because Judy's the one I called beforehand, Okay. and she's coming with us to leave Night City, and we're taking oh, off. Coming. Uh, so Judy's like, I've always wanted to leave Night City, like, I'm glad I'm coming with you, it doesn't feel real, and you're like, don't worry, like, we're gonna be great, we're we're gonna be (laughs) fine, uh, and then you turn to Panam, and you're basically like, uh, we're gonna go find, like, your specialized doctors, like, in the big herd or some shit, Yeah. like, in the greater part, and, like, so there's, like, a little bit of hint of optimism. So, Um, here's, this is interesting. There's more, Uh, there's more. Uh, when you're talking to Alt and she reveals like she fucked up, she didn't know that the DNA corruption was so bad that uh, V couldn't go back into the body for a long-term thing. Sure. Were you V or were you Johnny? Oh, I was V. Okay, so in the Johnny ending, it's the same scene, only you are Johnny and you are making the calls for Johnny instead of V. Uh, and in my ending, uh, that ended that way... Johnny gave his body. John Johnny stepped out of the way. He's just like, he gave like they had like a mutual body. like it's your body, uh, and it was way better. It's the best ending I got was the Johnny ending, uh, and like Johnny crosses the bridge and says goodbye to V, and V is is will die in six months or whatever, right? Um, but they they part ways because like oh like Johnny fucked up. He said this would work. He got Alt involved. Everything was going to plan. Uh, and, like, jo- you can choose also to be controversial. You can, of course, argue with V and and probably take the body at that point. You can go with either ending. But instead of playing as V making these decisions, you're playing as Johnny making these decisions. And uh, I thought that was way better than the yeah, other ending that, where then I was V talking to Johnny. Yeah, that did not happen for me. Um, so basically, just as the Alicardals, you guys take off. Um, yeah. You and Panamber and the Basilisk. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Basilisk. Yeah, uh, you guys... I gotta tell you about the best glitch um, later about the Basilisk. Tell, run me so later. the best part about this ending probably is the very end, if nothing for uh, just the implication. You basically just start... You leave Night City, and as soon as you get out of bounds, you just see, like, this big open lake that you're on top of and, like, actual nature and whatnot. Uh, and you basically... Your character... You see your fucking character... Go on top of the basilisk like in a cutscene, and they like sit down and they're on top of it, and they just like look super tired. And they take out that necklace with the bullet, and I'm pretty yeah. sure they're thinking about Johnny. At least that's my head cannon. Then like Panam comes out and she hangs out with you, and that's uh, how the ending happens for the nomads. Oh. And oh, nice. what I will <laughs> note, there is a little bit of uh... so tarot cards play a big part in this game in some capacity. There is a collectibles yeah. form and everything. 
And if you actually take the time to read them, they do have implications for the ending, because during the ending credits, you'll see typically three cards per ending. So yeah. for, like, the Rogue and the Johnny endings, they both show, like, very optimistic cards, like, like strength and temperance on all these ones that are about, like, oh, like, maybe they'll actually overcome this. So it leaves me a little bit more hopeful that, like, they won't actually fucking die in six months. Because otherwise, I hate fucking hate that there's no there's no way around it in this game that you're destined to play a doomed character. Yeah, uh, well, that's just it. Is unless they in, invent some kind of eleventh hour MacGuffin that allows Johnny to live in V's brain forever, and that's the one true ending that will be released in a year as DLC or something like that. Uh, the, he's a doomed character, one way or the other. Either Johnny takes over the body, or he dies shortly after the events of the game. Right. Yeah. So in the suicide ending. Uh, you uh, you offer something up to Johnny. Johnny's like, uh, anything other than, hey, I'll take the pill and Johnny, you take over. Johnny's like, well, that's a fucking awful idea. Uh, and then you're like, well, how about we just uh, we just blow our brains out right here kind of thing. And, and Johnny, like, kind of stops. And he, he is not critical of you. He comes and sits in the chair next to you. And he, like, just has this blank stare. And V's saying, like... It, anything we decide to do other than just taking ourselves out of this will result in a bunch of people dying. And V like lays out his his whole thing, and he's just like the only the only person that that suffers in this ending is is us. And Johnny's kind of like you know I never fucking saw it that way. And you convince him, you, like V talks Johnny into quitting basically. Uh, and they have this really kind of bittersweet moment. And then it just kind of fades out from the from the top of the thing. It like cuts two shots of Night City, and then you just hear like a lone gunshot ring out, and that's the end of the game. And uh, everybody calls you on the phone to tell you what a bastard you are for killing you, <laughs> giving up. So like everybody was like sad. Like Judy calls you, her mascara's running down her face. Uh, they're all leaving you messages, much like you can for Jackie after he dies. By the way, Arasaka taking Jackie's body. Something happened with that, by the way. Uh, okay, so. Uh, Judy's crying, Victor's crying, everybody's upset that, that V took his own life, that it came to that, that he didn't ask for help. Pan Am calls you, says, uh, she hopes there's an afterlife so she can kick your fucking ass, and that you're a fucking, after everything she did for you, you killed yourself. Pan Am just comes off as a complete fucking tool, uh, in this phone call after you commit suicide. But it's like the bittersweet, melancholy ending, and it was, I'm glad I did this one first, because it kind of sets the tone for the other <laughs> two, uh, which is then the Johnny mission, um, which is fucking awesome. Wait, for my phone calls really quick, I don't yeah. know about you, but I got them in a weird sense. Like, maybe V was away, or, like, they're posting for V when they die? Yes. Like... Yes. No, yes, because most of the endings are V uh, disappears into obscurity. The only ending that isn't that way is the one you got, yeah, where you're sitting with your and friends. And that's why it's weird yeah. for me, because, like, and here's more evidence why it's weird. So, like, Panam's telling me what a great friend I am, how much I've done for her, how much she means to me. Uh, that's great. Like, even Mitch. Mitch was, like, fucking beauty. He's my bro. Um, yeah, whatever. Mitch is talking <laughs> to me all great. Vic's just like, hey, how you doing, kid? I hope you, next time you're in Night City, come, come look me up. Yeah. Uh, Judy is, like, in her underwear and shit, and she's like, hey, babe, etc., uh, oh. but then you're like, okay, so like V's away, right? And then she's like, she's like, I'm just leaving this message for you as you're cooking me breakfast right now. And you're like, what? What? So like you're recording what? a message for me, but I'm in the same room as you. 
That's got to be like the romance option ending then. Right. No, it is, but it's yeah. just weird. I'm like, when, like, in which timeline? Why would you leave me a message from the other room? <laughs> yes. Why would you leave me a message when you're just in the other room? Like, am I gone now? Am I dead now? Like, wh- what's up with these messages? What am I? Uh, okay, so Johnny ending. I, I got to make sure I get through all these because I don't want to talk about cyberpunk beyond this episode. Uh, Johnny ending. You take the pill. Johnny marches into afterlife. The fucking, that fucking, that one song is playing. You know the one. The resist, whatever. Resist blah, 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 blah. disorder. It's, they have the volume turned up. Sometimes you're in afterlife and you're like, man, for a nightclub, it's pretty quiet in here. They have it fucking blaring. Johnny comes in and just like fucking saddles up next to Rogue. And he's like, here's the plan. We're going to go fucking shoot up this tower. And uh, convinces Rogue that this needs to happen. Uh, Rogue closes down the bar. And uh, tells everybody to leave, is pretty sure that she will not be coming back to the afterlife after she fucks with Arasaka in this uh, regard. They recruit one more guy who is, oh fuck, is his name Wheaton or like Wayland? He's he's the son of a guy who was earlier in the game with Johnny and Rogue. And he's awesome. He's like a character that's only in the end of the end mission of the game. But he has some of the better, most insightful lines uh, for this ending here. So anyways, URV with Johnny at the at the helm. Uh, you, you get drunk as fuck with Rogue, you make out with her, uh, you wake up the next morning, uh, Rogue gives you a bunch of uh, equipment, armor, the plan is you're going to bomb uh, the the anti-air uh, cannons on the top of the building, and you're going to go in right through the middle through a jungle. Did you fight through the jungle in your ending? No. Okay, uh, the jungle was in my other two endings that I did. Uh, basically on, this, on the middle floor of Arasaka Tower, there's like a rainforest. Uh, so the idea is we're going to blow through there and you're going to infiltrate through the rainforest like that fucking one Goldeneye level. And uh, let's do it. So uh, you and Rogue lock and load. Uh, there, there's a bunch of other flavor text and stuff on the side that I won't bore you with here. But basically you get inside, you chop up a bunch of guys in the forest, you find your way through. Uh, you have to make your way down a few floors because you're obviously going to the basement for the Mikoshi. You're fighting your way all the way through. Uh, you get to the room right before the Mikoshi and Adam Smasher shows up. Uh, he impales Rogue through the chest with his fucking metal arm. Rogue, uh, like, slips a grenade in his collar, and uh, at this point, I believe Rogue just explodes. Uh, she she gets hit by the area of effect here, dies. Adam Smasher is is now weakened, and Ewan Wayland, or whatever that guy's name was. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, you start wailing on Adam Smasher and beat him, and of course, you, uh, as Johnny, have some extra text at the end when, you, when uh, Adam Smasher's on his knees. Uh, you can also pick up Rogue's gun here. And if you uh, decide to load your save after the game is over, you get Rogue's Gun to keep. I don't know if you got any yes, items to keep? Yes, I got to keep a specialized Aldecado racing jacket, which admittedly <laughs> looks really fucking nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I also got to keep a shovel I picked up at one point. I have no idea what the significance of that shovel is, but it let me keep it. Uh, so you kill Adam Smasher, Johnny has some words for Adam Smasher just being like, hey, Rogue got to choose how she went out, but you won't, and I just cut off his fucking head, and it felt good, man. Uh, so then I, I go to the Mikoshi, get separated, end up in that scene with Alt, uh, only, uh, I'm Johnny in this case, uh, I decide to, uh, cross the bridge and live as Data or whatever with Alt forever, and, uh, V gets his body back, uh, then cut to V living in a lavish apartment, uh, apparently, what went down with Arasaka has in turn made V very, very wealthy. Uh, he lives. I thought it was. A, I was in uh, Carrie's house for a sec. 
uh, which is what kind of it kind of looks like. You wake up, V's getting calls. Uh, he's got something important to do. He's got to meet somebody at Afterlife. You take a shower. Uh, you get some clothes. I didn't realize until I got to the nightclub that it actually made me naked. So I just like waltzed into Afterlife with my fucking dick out, just like, what's <laughs> up? The hero of night, the legend of Night City, is here, baby. Dick out, uh, me. <laughs> You, you meet with a fixer named Blue Eyes, who's in the booth that Rogue is usually occupying. Hey, Lee. Uh, yeah. Fun thing about Mr. Blue Eyes. Yeah. He's, uh, did you do the paralysis quest? I did. He's, he was spying on you when you are talking to the dude the whole time. You can find him. Damn. Yeah, if you look hard enough across, he's at a balcony. He's fucking looking at you the whole time. What's the significance of that? Well, a lot of people online <laughs> are speculating that, um... The DLC is going to directly pertain to what you're about to say that your character's going to do. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and it, there's something to do with, like, the actual lore of, like, the tabletop RPG. Like, he's, like, a pretty major player or some shit, I think. Okay. Uh, so, basically, you, there's some kind of big job you're about to do. Uh, you find yourself on a fucking space shuttle. You uh, suit up. You put a gun on your hip. And you float out into space towards a Arasaka satellite. And the only thing you really know about this job is you were going to steal the personal information of a bunch of people, like from a casino that's stored on this satellite. Your character loads the, like, picks up the gun in space, which is, by the way, guns don't shoot in space. You can't, there's no combustion in space. Uh, and then he makes this facial expression, which I'm sure is meant to look determined. Or like, oh boy, here we go. Uh, but it looked like he was just taking a shit in his spacesuit, if I have to be completely honest with you. And uh, the game ends. <laughs> sure, space! So, but in this ending, I am not told in any way that V has six months to live. It's just like, oh, your DNA is fucked up. Uh, and and only Johnny will be able to use your body. And I'm like, okay, well, I want my body back. Get it. And then suddenly, it's a certain amount of time later, I'm living in an apartment. V's living fine. He pukes up some blood in the shower. Otherwise, is fine. Ends up on a space shuttle. And, uh... He pukes up some blood. So, otherwise, is fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little blood. Puking up blood is in video games is, is really nothing uh, at first. So what's interesting about this, though, is that V himself and now i'm going to talk about my other ending here i got which is the arasaka ending which is the most interesting ending but also the most horrific and painstaking to sit through uh so with the arasaka ending you you walk waltz right into this meeting that's also coincidentally taking place in the rainforest uh that i mentioned in the previous mission and uh before you do that uh hanako takes you downstairs to the uh mikoshi and sits you in like the booth and basically reveals that Anyone who has been backed up to this thing can just be conversed with. You can just call their name and they'll appear from the void and you can just talk to them. And uh, one of such people is her father, uh, Saburu uh, Arasaka or whatever. He comes... No, Saburo? Saburo Arasaka. So he comes out and Hanako has already told him all that's happened, all that's transpired, and that you're important to this and etc. So you're talking to him and you actually have this cool scene where... You're, you're talking to this character, even though he's deceased, and you, you can, like, be shitty with him, or or not. Um, her plan, after you reveal that, uh, hey, uh, Yorinobu no did this, he killed his father, everybody at the table was like, yeah, we knew the poisoning was a lie, uh, but, like, what are you gonna do, kind of thing. Uh, so then she puts a hologram on the table, and her father is standing there ten feet tall, convinces everybody at the table, hey, you fuckheads, 
uh, I'm still in charge here, and uh, I got plans, and everybody fall in line. He proves, basically, that this is his consciousness and his will, basically. Uh, presumably, he was backed up after he was killed, let's say. Um, so this is kind of interesting, and it has some implications later in the story. Uh, suddenly, there's a lockdown in the rainforest. Yurinobu kills everybody uh, on the Arasaka board, except for Hanako. You chop your way out of there and chop your way through Arasaka Tower until you find Yurinobu. He is in, like, a giant flowing Japanese, like, kimono on the ground, uh, just sitting there. You kind of come and have a sit with him and talk with him a bit. And you're just like, yeah, man, you, uh, you really fucked, you really fucked this up. And he's like, yeah, I know. And he's just kind of, like, repentant, and you don't really even feel like killing him at this point. Like, he didn't really do anything to you when you think about it. This guy, like, he's the he's the crux, other than, like, Jackie got killed escaping that tower. Okay, fine. Um, also, everybody hates you if you choose the Arasaka ending. All the main characters that you interface with, uh, like, kind of treat you like shit after that point. Because you, like, sold out to the corpse or whatever, right? Uh, so, the Hanako comes in. And uh, she was very clear that you cannot kill Yorinobu, or, like, the deal's off, buddy. Uh, and you'll become an ant. Do not kill this man. I'm like, okay. Didn't really think of anything at the time. Uh, so you help him. Uh, Hellman is there. You're puking up blood. Hellman's like, well, let's get you downstairs and fucking figure this thing out. You wake up on a space station. And you're fucked up. Uh, Johnny is gone. Uh, you've been... You've been healed. You have very little motor function. They are running a uh, like a litany of tests on you. V is confused. He doesn't know if he's him or Johnny. He doesn't know who he is. He's got neurological damage. He's mostly putting things together. Uh, but he is not getting the answers he wants. It's a shit existence. It's like the Black Mirror ending, this ending. So every day, this girl comes in and she gives you your test. She asks you to solve a cube. She asks you to do word association. And you as V actually have to sit through this shit. Uh, she asks you to run on a treadmill and you fucking pass out. Because V's good at that. Uh, this goes on a couple times. And then there's a montage implying that this goes on for days and days and months. Uh, of v And like you can get more irate. You can like choose what you're saying through all this. V starts to hallucinate, he starts to see Jackie, he starts to, uh, things start to, like, change in the environment, it's, it's a horror ending, I'm, like, straight up, uh, at a certain point, uh, she allows you to call home, back to Earth, you can call your entire list of, like, close friends, uh, they are all either busy, they don't pick up the phone, they don't have time for V, they haven't heard from you in weeks, uh, they don't understand the urgency of you being trapped on a fucking space station for these tests, and, uh, it's sad, sad times, uh, eventually, you like you have like your breaking moment and stuff like that. You wake up one day and Hellman is there and he says good morning, and he's like, okay, so here's the deal. Uh, we've run all these tests for weeks and weeks and weeks. Your brain is completely fucked. You have six months to live. Uh, he tells you here. Uh, you can go back to Earth and live out your days doing whatever you want. Power to you. Or you can become part of the pilot program, uh, secure your soul, and be uploaded to uh, the Makoshi. Be uploaded to the. Uh, the Engram thing. Basically become like Johnny was. Do the soul killer. And uh, I chose not to do this. Uh, basically because Hellman's like, Hey, just by the way, because your DNA is so fucked now, I cannot guarantee you I will ever find a body for you. So basically it's like, upload yourself to the cloud, and that might be the end of you, uh, V. But but you could live forever. We'll, we'll see. Uh, so it depends on your trust in Arasaka. I assume if you upload yourself to soul killer, there is an additional ending or something you see. Uh, but I decided to go back to Earth and... and that's the end of the game. Uh, so you have this horrific ending where V is doing all these lab tests and that you realize that, hey, having my body back, maybe not as cool as I thought, which is the same ending as the Johnny quest, 
Only there isn't this huge fallout of things after they do surgery to you. So whatever alt does to you when you lay in the in the Mikoshi uh, is is better. Like, puts you on your feet and doing missions months later versus being in a space station, not being able to run on a treadmill. So the Arasaka ending is, like, the bad end, uh, as far as, like, even worse than the suicide ending, which is bittersweet and sad, but has closure to it. This ending is just awful. Like, you see your dead friends, you call in everybody, they don't care about you, you're in space, you can see Earth, but you're, like, millions of miles away. Uh, that, that is a horrific ending, and I don't recommend it. However... Uh, throughout this whole ordeal, you are getting news reports from Night City on a TV in your room. And one of the, the things it's it's talking about is that Soburu has taken over the body of his son. And is now living as his son and running Arasaka again. And it's showing like all these crazy riots and like religious leaders freaking out. Because basically, uh, this guy uploaded his consciousness to his son, effectively killing his son. And he's like, well, he's not dead. I'm him. I'm here. The flesh is here. He he willingly signed over. Obviously, instead of dying, uh, Yorinobu decided to repent and signed his body over to his father to take over, basically. And because they are, of course, relatives, uh, this was easy. Easy peasy. And there's a lot of uh, news reports about this, and it's really, really fascinating. And it's something that could happen in any ending of uh, of Cyberpunk, as far as I know. Well, in mine, um, you heard on the radio very briefly that Yornobu uh, killed Hanako, and that was it. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, then maybe not. <laughs> it was just Hanako died in the parade. Oh, no. Nor- Yornobu's great, isn't he? And everybody's like, yep. Interesting. Okay, so... That ending I didn't like, but there is a point uh, with the Mikoshi when you're talking with her that you have the option to ask her to talk to somebody. Because you're like, you took Jackie's body, let me talk to Jackie. And you have this super, like, upsetting, not, uh, like, like it's Jackie. It's a backup of Jackie and his life. Uh, but it's like, uh, happy, peppy, Jackie, hey, we're gonna go, uh, we're gonna go do this thing in Arasaka Tower. We're gonna make all those eddies, blah, blah, blah. It's basically like an echo of, of the personality of Eddie and V's like pretty bummed out by that and Hanako's like I, did you get what you wanted out of that and V's like fuck you you know I didn't or something like that it's pretty good uh but I mostly took the corpo way through I was trying to be diplomatic with this ending uh so I don't know what happens if you decide to tell Hellman hey back me up to the cloud let's let's fuck this up uh but those were the three endings I got and the Johnny ending was by and large the most hype the most fitting uh, where V gets an ending epilogue uh, that seems pretty exciting, as well as Johnny getting to make things right. Rogue dying in that ending is kind of unceremonious, but also like Rogue's character arc is done at that point. She closes the bar. She's like, "Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss this place," and like has some finality to her character with some flavor text. Uh, and also like it it ramps up Johnny. Now now you're fighting Adam Smasher, who not only killed you but killed the fucking love of your life, Rogue, right in front of you. Like, enough's enough, and you chop that motherfucker up, and that's the best ending, as far as I'm concerned. Your thoughts, Reed? Yeah, those were endings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. I, 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 I can't agree with having very little resolution, depending on what ending. Like, I pick Panam's ending, so I get resolution with her stuff, but I have no none with the Arasaka people. I have none with Rogue or with Johnny. Uh, if you it's, if you pick rogues, yeah. you don't get ending with with any with Arasakas or Panams. If you choose Arasakas, you don't know what happens with Panam or a rogue. So, 
yeah, the, the structure of it being like, hey, either you have to do this multiple times to see everybody, or it's going to feel very claustrophobic in terms of who you're dealing with after this. Like, if you played this, I, I had a 40-hour fi file that I went into this ending with. I, 40 hours was my, my playtime. Yours was probably far beyond that. Some people are coming into this ending at 200 hours, having dealt with these characters for so long, and and it's it seems like the rest of the game, Reed, somewhat unfinished oh, yeah. it seems so weird that the game would culminate after building itself up with this johnny v relationship and the ending of the game aside from the suicide ending doesn't involve both v and johnny is fucking crazy yep uh, other agree. than the secret ending which might be the best ending right No, but the secret ending just bleeds into the other ones too so from my understanding it's not all that super different but i don't know i don't know I think it was narratively interesting uh, in the Johnny ending to give you agency over Johnny and seeing V in third person. Like, you're sitting across the table from yourself. Uh, I think that was kind of neat. That's a neat idea. There's a lot of neat points in all of these endings. Uh, I, I do have to say, like, that. as horrific as that Arasaka ending is when you're on the space station doing those tests, I'm sitting there just being like, how long is this going to go? I, I get the point. This is awful. V, you fucked up uh, by going with Arasaka. Uh, but now I know. Um, so... In closing, Reed, would it be fair to say that if this game came out in December and uh, we had been playing it for, you know, for a year, that we would even consider what currently exists for this game being a, a highlight feature? I say no. Highlight feature? Like like doing an a end-of-episode multi-part oh, discussion on this on game. Cyberpunk? It didn't warrant no, it. No, I would say it's not that interesting. It's not interesting enough. Um, like... Every then like all the gossip and hype and news around it is very interesting, but I don't find the particular game in itself that interesting. No, it's a shame. Yeah, it's a real shame. Like I'd much rather uh, talk about like Red Dead Redemption, like we already have, which is bad for different reasons, or something like yes. FF Twelve, which is just a weird fucking game in general, rather than something it's, like this. Yeah, or something like even Last of Us 2, we're criticizing what is otherwise the way it was intended. The problem with Cyberpunk 2077 is we're criticizing this game, and we have no idea if this was the final vision. It's unfair. It's like us watching that uh, X-Men Wolverine leak that had no special effects. Do you remember that shit? Yeah. It's like us watching that and being like, oh man, the effects fucking suck. Like, it's, that's unfair. That. That's not the finished version of the product. <laughs> it's that clear. Um, <coughs> it's a shame that... With such a cool framework, with so much care given to items and environments and and stuff like that in this game, for for how rushed the game apparent allegedly is, uh, where they just started making it in 2016, and uh, apparently the 2018 E3 demo is now being reported as being like false, fake, like fucking behind a curtain kind of thing. Uh, it's crazy to think how much work was still able to go into this game. All those credits at the end that scroll, the thousand people. That worked on every little bit of this game only for them to be like, ah, no, we got to pump it out. And it's like, okay, but that effectively throws all of this hard work, everything good we have about this game in the trash by putting it out in this form where that stuff is hidden under a layer of, of unfinished polish. Like, it's insane. Yep. I think, I think that's it. I think that's I think it for that's... Cyberpunk, baby. Let's put her to bed. Uh, I think it's... I'm going to do one aside here for Cyberpunk and say a lot of Game of the Year stuff is happening right now. And some people could put Cyberpunk PC on their Game of the Year. Sure, absolutely. Uh, but I think the music in this game has gotten a real short shrift. I think people are like, oh, it doesn't sound like a Cyberpunk 
game. It's like, well, it has all that cyberpunky stuff in there, but then also they built an entire universe of music in different genres. I started listening to the fucking jazz station when I was driving around. I'm like, this is this shit's fucking slaps. <laughs> Some fucking trumpet. Uh, Read game of the year starts next week, baby. Uh, next week we'll do old game of the year, most surprising game of the year, best exclusive game of the year, best new character, best moment in games 2020, most disappointing game. Uh, worst ongoing series genre Biggest news story Most anticipated game Top 7 games of the year 2020 Will be the week after uh, So tune in to that uh, Send us your picks Hey we'll, 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 we'll look at them See what other people are playing out there Because uh, we can't play it all We can fucking certainly try But didn't happen this year So uh, yeah we're going to wrap up the show there At Iceberg Podcast is us on uh, Twitter Leatisiceberg.com is our email address uh, for our host this week, myself, and Reed. Stay tuned for the Cyberpunk compilation coming up and Game of the Year and Sultans of Slam on the weekend as always. Thank you for signing up. We'll talk to you again next week.